I have so many feelings. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> totally heartbroken. Totally. It's just like the punch in the gut. Yep. Stab in the heart. Everything. Like, I felt it to my core when oh. I saw that. And I was like, it's <laughs> <laughs> just betraying us all. Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Here we go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 155 of Purple Hyacinth, Ambushed Ambusher. And I just turned off the music, so before, while I do that, I just want to say the music was great in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really, like, enhanced everything. All right, so we have Chase and Mem, and thanks for coming, y'all. And we have a, uh, I found this heartbreaking, <laughs> heartbreaking, suspenseful information confirming, basically. What? Then my dreams were shattered. Yeah, I know. I mean, we saw it coming, but it was it's still sad. I was hoping that it was a red herring. I was really hoping. Uh, oh, well, 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 we'll get into it. So we start out with this um, looks a little industrial-ish or it's a different setting. It's certainly not Lauren's usual like residential um area and it's two guys sitting outside and um there's like a metal door it seems like a more secure location and the blonde one says this is going to be one hell of a night shift and the other one says don't complain the chief asked us to be her bodyguards we have to stay alert and then we see lauren inside the room so we were wondering last time where is lauren and now we know she is in this random place with guys watching her (laughs) so i was also wondering um Given the fact that what she says is that Dylan, you know, she's put there by Tristan, did she know about this whole radio setup? And is he aware that she's listening in? I mean, I don't know. I think, well, maybe not Tristan. No, sorry. Maybe not. Maybe he doesn't know, but definitely someone does because she's talking. It's not like a secret. She's talking to Kim and Kim can hear her. So um, I don't know if it's only Kim who knows, but it's probably not like a total secret she's trying to keep i think she probably told the told the people closest to her like i'm assuming at least just judging from yeah they they might not know where she is they just might know that she's in hiding you know what i mean right i was wondering (laughs) if, if tristan like approves of this whole eavesdropping operation well, it looks like the the equipment that she has is kind of like old. Like it looks old and worn and very used. So I don't know. Maybe like they gave her like maybe like even the police station gave her old equipment and to like or Kim or somebody who works there that she trusts, like gave her old equipment is what I'm assuming that it's not gonna be missed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be old because it's like actually supposed to be in an old setting, but you know, like provides sometime in the past. Yeah, uh, but I mean, like what I what I mean is like the equipment itself like looks used and worn. You know what I mean? Like it looks outdated even for them. We could compare it to the uh, the equipment in the the factory, <laughs> but I but we will not because we will. <laughs> not. 
but definitely like the whole surrounding we see you know a view it's got cement walls um metal racks for drying towels very concrete it's very industrial there's there's a decent clock i guess but everything else like you said looks old and worn down and she has a just a metal cot bunk bed um so not very pleasant but, the cot looks you know. totally gross too i was looking at the cot i was like oh that was gross that yeah. was like it was in a prison <laughs> <laughs> well yeah basically <laughs> certainly not her usual bedroom you know plush attire like <laughs> And she's tip-tapping her pencil. She's very nervous. She's on the phone or whatever, on the radio. And she's thinking back to Kieran, telling her that it's safer for her to be away and, um, you know, be in hiding. And she thinks, he can't complain that I didn't listen. Tristan and Dokken were way too happy to hide me here with bodyguards. Okay, so we learned that. That's where she is. At least I get to follow the action. But I wonder where Kieran's gone. Oh, my gosh. Are you nervous for Kieran? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to go somewhere. I, we were like, last time we were like, oh my gosh, dude, like get out of the cave or get out of your apartment. Like they know where you are. So I'm happy that he, at least, you know, Laura thinks he's going somewhere because I thought he was just going to hang out in the cave forever. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Dossie. Sorry, go ahead. Well, there was a thing where like when they met in the cave, they didn't know like Darcy was not there. So they had like this emotional conversation and Darcy's just in the corner, like watching, eating popcorn. <laughs> but like if she if he is still in the cave, I don't know, maybe that's when he talks to her. But I don't know. We don't know where he is. He might not be in the cave. Yeah. I don't think Darcy was in the cave, by the way, either. I think we like to pretend she was, but <laughs> I don't think she actually was there yet. I mean, she will be at some point. <laughs> but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad Kieran's um... presumably hiding. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, um, ma'am. No, I just, I mean, I assume that he's not dumb and knows that, like, somebody, you know, like, he's, he's a trained assassin. Like, the man can probably hide himself super well, like, even from the people who know him. You know, he's not dumb, so I'm, I'm hoping he's somewhere safe and sound, but he also likes to get himself into trouble a lot, so who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Um, these people sometimes are too optimistic, <laughs> so they're a little bit you know they feel infallible sometimes and anyway so it, i'm happy that she's contemplating she's remembering you know what he says that if they blackmail him with her it will work so it's great she's thinking about it she says i can't get those words out of my head he was so worried have i become a liability to him so all that part is like emotional stuff self-introspection lauren is doing some thinking about their relationship yes finally nothing like absence to make the heart grow stronger though <laughs> and worry i guess mm -hmm. and here's the interesting part what she says next is i think it's kind of a leap but it's interesting like she's finally hitting into like you know the plot that we know all along about kieran and his life she says is that how he became the purple hyacinth by doing it all for someone else until that person so all that part i will say i don't know if lauren in the story has any reason to think that because we know about a protectee but i don't think you mentioned a protectee um you know anyway do, do you guys think that lauren has and like do you remember any details that lauren knows that would make her think of that yeah kind of um in the in the one where she's like when they're in the cave together and then 
uh, she's like, why did you, like, something like, how, how did you even become part of the Phantom Scythe? And he's like, oh, I'm not even sure myself. And then, like, she says, like, why didn't you hide? And he said, I couldn't. Mm. Um, I don't think he goes much deeper than that, but that could maybe imply, like, oh, I, I couldn't. Like, there was someone there I had to be there for. Also, um, like, she knows him pretty well by this point, like, too. Like, she realizes he's not the monster he, se- he seemed to be at first, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that he actually cares quite a bit. But I guess that, like, knowing his personality and even hearing that, what you said, Chase, like, I guess that would kind of be... Maybe, like, she kind of figured it out. Like, I don't know. Or at least, like, that's what, like, her brain tells her is plausible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I like your reasoning. Yeah, I told, I forgot about that line. Um, yeah, I mean, I personally find it like satisfying that when the pieces are falling into place, like this chapter, even though it was heartbreaking, was also satisfying because it's nice to get confirmation of things that we've been thinking about. And it's nice to see the characters learn, you know, things that we know that they didn't know. Um, and this next part, I really, really love. Here, you really, really see the thought that she's been pushing away that she doesn't want to know because she immediately goes from, oh, he you know was blackmailed with another person to the memory of why are you so scared to ask him scared to know how you failed coward which is what she thought to herself when she didn't want to ask him about about dylan like she was so close i don't remember what episode was in but she was so close to asking about dylan and she didn't and this is what came up back then so the fact that she you know now that in her head somewhere deep deep down she thinks that he knew dylan and that dylan is dead that's a lot. I didn't, like, I didn't super know creepy. Like, by, by the way, that panel is like super creepy. Like, so creepy. I was like, ooh. <laughs> when, I, when I read it, I was like, oh, that's kind of terrifying. Yep, it totally is. But I'm I'm happy because uh, do you guys feel like relieved when when things are falling into place? Mm-hmm. Relieved, but at the same time, nervous. Because mm-hmm. like when things start falling into place, that's when action starts happening more <laughs> you know like it's not the little fluffy cute like moments and stuff like that when things start falling in your place you're like oh this is set up for turmoil the next episode this is fantastic <laughs> i'm fine with it we we had a decent amount of fluff I, i'm fine with some action episodes right now it's just bad for my heart i get really <laughs> <laughs> i get sucked in and i'm like ah oh, gave me a heart attack <laughs> Um, yeah, I do think, do you guys think that, um, Lauren will ask Kieran about Dylan anytime soon? Um, I think it would be more interesting if she, cause like in, in, a, in this, in a sense of a story, like in real life, she could just ask him if this was like a real scenario, but for the sense of a story, I feel like it would be more interesting if she found out some way, it'd probably be more interesting for a reader um and you know for the sense of the story so um I I hope she does find out soon-ish but I yeah I think it would be more interesting if she somehow figures it out rather than asking him directly but I feel like asking him directly and um then them emotionally connecting would also be good I'm just thinking um as a like a writer um because I kind of do stuff like this as well um it'd probably be more fun for a reader to find out through like a series of events rather than a conversation i love that yeah i think that's really really true also like if you didn't even have the opportunity to ask him anytime soon (laughs) you know no (laughs) they will be separated Uh, i don't know 
We shall see. Oh my gosh. I'm so terrified now of the he's dead part. There's all the people that I could go be are like just running through my mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she admits to herself, like you see her fiddling <laughs> with her pen again. And she admits, yes, yes, I've been too scared because the answer has grown clearer by the day, but I still can't. That's a, that's an amazing amount of self-introspecting from Lauren, especially from Lauren who like doesn't self-introspect at all. And she like kind of lives in denial about a lot of her feelings. I'm very impressed that she is actually admitting all this herself. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're alone, it's just you and your thoughts, right? So, <laughs> That's the real purpose of the lockup. She's got nothing but time to, to be <laughs> introspective. <laughs> right? Locked in a little dingy room. <laughs> well, good. Keep keep staying there, Lauren, until you figure it all out. And oh. now she hears. Marsh did an incredible job at the NSA. We wouldn't be here today without the information he collected. And she's like, I'm so happy that she like is like figuring it out. Um, I was worried that because she knows March and trusts March and likes March, that she wouldn't be able to put the pieces together because she's, you know, biased. So I'm very mm -hmm. impressed that she was like sharp and straight on the ball. Yeah, but like, I mean, she's already like suspecting him and like things aren't matching up with with him for her. And I feel like she knows it in her soul at this point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that, as I said, you know, she's only she's only got time to think about things by herself in there right now. See, so this woman is doing her great. <laughs> yeah, all we have to do to get Lauren to, you know, like realize things just lock her up by herself for a few days <laughs> put her in a room and she'll figure out the entire thing she'll channel her um inner um sandman and figure out the entire plot <laughs> yes i was gonna say in case, oh sorry ma'am in case you didn't know um i am number one able sandman enjoyer and um mem knew this <laughs> from um, mindy knew this sorry from our last session so um I'll always preach um, Sandman because he's my favorite character outside of like the main oh. four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know who my favorite character outside of the main four is. Like, I really don't. Hmm. It, I'll think about that. It's hard. I, I like, I have a hard time picking favorites for anything. So, like, yeah. Like, kudos to you because I have no oh. idea. Tristan, I guess maybe. He's a nice guy. He's good. I, I think he's the most good guy he's in this nice. whole thing <laughs> so far. As far as we know, <laughs> I think and the one that interests me the most is probably Bella, which says a lot about my character, maybe. But like, <laughs> but yeah, I'm matching here ish. I mean, I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the same. It's the same section of the color wheel. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So Lauren gets back, and Laura's like, "What? What do you mean?" And um, we hear, "I'm one of the many NSA officers who have to have infiltrated the Phantom Science over the last few weeks." By order of the right hand. And when I read this, I was like, one second, like, could she hear lies over the radio? Which turns out, yes, she could. So this is not a lie. Hmm. And then she's like, what? March a double agent? What the hell? How? And we hear, I was feeding them non-critical gathering clues on this last delivery. And she fills it around with the buttons because obviously the radio will and with the, you know, yeah. at crucial moments. <laughs> And she's like, damn it. So he's been in contact with a phantom sight. Is that how he knew about me? And she thinks back to their talk 
And he's like, just take it as a compliment. Haha, <laughs> Luton's work is impressive. And it was, it was yours when you worked in my unit. The proof that you aren't Luton is there. There's no reason to doubt it. Lie, lie, lie. <laughs> Liar. Boy. And and take things back to the, another conversation. The APD and NSA have finally made progress. It's amazing news, really, for everybody. Lie, lie, lie. <laughs> oh, no. Lord is remembering. Lying liar who lies and betrays everyone. Oh, no. No, 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 no. And she's like, I thought, no, I convinced myself, see, she's self-aware, that it was a lie because he hates the court. But what if he actually meant, and then we hear the continuing, that's precisely why I was useful to them. Turns out it isn't hard to believe that even police officers are fed up with the current situation. Coming up with reasons to hate the APD or Royals wasn't very difficult. And she's like fidgeting with her foot. She's like tapping. And then she thinks that back to the conversation. True, what? That part's all true though. He's like coming up with reasons to hate the APD or the Royals wasn't very <laughs> difficult. That part yeah. was all true. He's speaking the truth there. Uh, that's, what I, like, that's what I thought when I was reading this. I was like, oh man's not lying. He really hates the Royals and <sighs> APD. I literally made a whole post, like a long, long Instagram post a while ago about how March's view incrementalism differs so much from the Phantom site. I am going to eat my words. It was literally a whole thing how March is like, oh, you know, we have to make a difference from within. It goes slowly. And then it's like Phantom Sites just wants to do, you know, radical change. And then they're too zealous for their own good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that Tyra Banks meme right now. You go, we were all really for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh wait yeah i'm like okay i was the, the the heartbreaking part was like the a little later but yeah she's she's just it's all flooding in and she's remembering when she was in herman's office and she says uh when he said the court and nsa made sure to manipulate the public's perception and after painting them as charlatans the snapdragon to bury the very memory of them but not everyone forgets nor should they i genuinely think that group wasn't in the wrong and then he, in response to her question, involved in the Snapdragon? Haha, well, I'm here today, aren't I? <gasps> that is wow. so he heard the Snapdragon, and then he, you know, he must have joined the Phantom Scythe because he's a betrayer. He betrays people. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. And this is like, I'm pretty sure it's mentioned that every survivor became an apostle. So. Things are not looking very good <laughs> um, for March enjoyers. I would um, say I was even an enjoyer. I just really, really hoped that there was somebody that was there for Lauren who was genuine and he's yeah. the worst. Well, here's my question. Well, I don't know <laughs> if this is the right time to discuss it, but just because he's in the end of sight doesn't mean he still doesn't care for Lauren. Yeah. And I, think I don't he know does. what his stands are for Lauren. He definitely doesn't want the leader, okay, if he's a leader, but the leader does not want Lauren killed, right? We That that was made clear last episode. He's like, don't touch her <laughs> or Kieran. So whatever his plans are, like, I'm willing to say that he has good plans for her. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, he might be bad in other parts, but he might just really care about Lauren. Yeah. And um, I, was, I was reading through the... um. The discord chat before we got here um but like he's probably like a lot of the thing like when in like the very first episode when kieran is sparring with lauren 
um she says why do people want to join like it's a terrible organization and he says like people believe like stuff when you know like people might not join because they're terrible people but like they're just you know, like coerced and I think he's definitely someone who had good intentions but just got caught up in everything and like now he can't leave and he, he agrees with like some of their values maybe not the ways they do them because he doesn't seem like he doesn't seem like an evil person um like like Redcliffe or um you know other people who are just like kind of just bad people like he's definitely not a bad person I think in my opinion I actually had this like conversation with my daughter uh this week uh where we ca- called it like death by a thousand uh by a thousand strings like you don't you don't know when there's like one like thread piece of thread on you but by the time you notice the threads there's like a thousand of them they're pulling you down you know what I mean so and I've even had this conversation saying that just because somebody you know has like views like this doesn't mean that they're, they're bad, bad people necessarily they could be the ones who were like you know donating money to the poor or would like give you the shirt off their backs but like you know they got caught up like they were influenced by bad and you know maybe that they're still at their core a good person but are now doing bad things because that's what somebody convinced them you know mm-hmm. <sighs> so giving us some life lessons at the same time that we're reading this <laughs> yeah I, I i think that the phantoms like there are ideologues and i think ideologues are, dang- are very dangerous um mm-hmm. anyone because you let the ideal the ideology override like practical considerations um right. and it, it makes you you know be too idealistic and you don't look at what's actually happening because of your idealism mm-hmm. <laughs> if a 15 year old me would have heard my talk now i would have been like i was very idealistic when i was younger so oh weren't we all <laughs> yeah so um and you know she hears the truthfully that's still supporting that they're still around and she's like holy shit f his disdain for the court was definitely not made up. And she's like, really, really anxious. And now Kim's like, yeah, I bet it's killing her not to know what's happening here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's her little nudge, nudge. Right? So Lauren, like, <laughs> you're listening, aren't you? Yeah, yeah de- Kim, definitely, Kim definitely, uh, I think that Kim was the one who like slipped her some, some equipment that was about to be thrown out that nobody would miss. <laughs> Yeah, and Tristan. Sorry, it was like, all right, everyone, to your positions. And we have Will and Kim behind them, him, and Mars behind him. And Lauren, oh, this is the picture I need for the Fast Fast thumbnail, I just realized. So Lauren is on her radio and she presses the button and we are um, on the docks. And she says, Kim, Will, Marsh is with you, right? I have a bad feeling about this. And Kim's like, mm-hmm. looks around her cute little face. And she will nods at her. And she says, and then Laura's like, I'm not sure yet. I don't have any proof, but I'm not buying March being a double agent. And um, March is up front with Will. I kind of wonder if he like hears, hears her. I assume not, but it's like also sus that he's there. Yeah, I don't think so. Just because of stuff in like the last part of this episode where Lauren gets um Kim to ask him something more directly and he answers right. um that that's definitely like saying to me he can't hear her only Kim and Will can 
Okay. Yeah. And she came like, why? Was he lying just now? And Laura says, no, but try to stay as close to him as possible. And Kim looks up and she sees Will and March walking ahead. And Will looks back. He looks so worried. I feel so bad for him. He's like so on edge, but so reliable. I love Will. He's such a sweetie. So now we see the SWAT team or APD or whatever it's called. People. They are um, at the edge of these corrugated buildings on the docks. They have these massive shields. They have helmets. They have their masks or eye masks. And then the person with binoculars on top says, ship in sight. And Will and Kim are looking anxiously. And we see a shift through binoculars. And it is approaching. It's coming closer and closer. It's wooden. And then Will's like, something is not right. Sorry, Will, or is that? No, that's sorry. That's the um, binoculars lookout. And it stops, and then an anchor splashes out, and you see the mast, and it looks kind of strange because there's nobody on board. And um, the boat is now moored and is drifting. And we'll ask, why is no one mooring the ship? As in, like, why is no one actually bringing it to the docks? And, you know, that's what people generally do. And Kim's like, looks like the deck's empty, too. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> she's so anxious and she's like oh no and we see the um soldiers approaching the ship and the someone with the bullhorn says we are the apd we're warranted to do a search of the entire ship please evacuate the ship immediately killing me it killed me earlier and now it's gonna kill me again so I love the suspense. I was very <laughs> suspensified. <laughs> like I get scared more from suspense than I do like actual like scary things. It's the suspense <laughs> that kills me. So I'm like like anxiety is through the roof, even though I know it's gonna happen because I read it earlier. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like this, you know, like like we were saying before, there was a lot of fluff before and the fluff is amazing, but I'm I'm ready for the suspense right now. <laughs> yeah. This is why we this is why we read these kind of comics, right? Mm-hmm. And Kim's like, nobody's coming out. And, and Lauren is just like, her expressions are getting progressively more and more panicked. I love it. I love her expressions. I think they're so spot on and so well done. I'm like, I love them. And she thinks back to um, a previous conversation. Well, too bad. Nobody was in there. It looks like they've been alerted and abandoned the premises promptly, leaving everything behind. And she yells, it's just like what happens at the mines. It must have been warned in advance. Oh wait, is she talking to Tristan too? Maybe that that is her talking, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it's so Tristan, Kim, and Will can all hear her. Oh, so that's interesting because we've only been seeing Kim's reaction to you know Lauren's suspicion of March, but yeah, this looks like she's talking to him. That is interesting because for future episodes, I'm very curious now. Now that if if Tristan knows that Lauren suspects March, what's going to happen? <laughs> Oh, God. I actually didn't even realize that. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I didn't realize that either. Like the, through my last run read through, I guess I just missed that completely. But yeah, she does. She does say everyone, so that makes. Huh. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! And Tristan's like, "Damn it!" So yeah, he. It sounds like he's hearing her. Oh my my. Okay, which which means he gave her the equipment. But yeah. <laughs> okay, well maybe maybe Kim wasn't the one stealing it out of the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. She she that so and Kim is like her eyes widen and she's like panicked. 
And she asks, were they expecting us, Marsh? Did they know we'd be here? She's yelling at him. And Marsh is like, it's the fandom of science. What have they not anticipated our actions? What a cop out. Liar. Yeah. Oh my god, Lauren's face. I love this panel. I think this might be my favorite panel from this okay. episode. Yeah. It's so good. Like yeah, just the is. realization. Because he's always been kind of vague with his answers. Um, I don't okay. know if that's just because he is trying to not say something incriminating or if he knows about Lauren. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the he's trying not to be too super incriminating because he does say things that like implicate him um and Lauren knows it. So like just the just the realization because before he was being vague but it wasn't suspicious to her um but now like his vagueness is like like she's just like so like she's like a like a light switch in her brain it's just been like oh my god this is on purpose he's being vague on purpose because i have so many feelings i know it's terrible (laughs) totally heartbroken totally this is like the punch in the gut stabbing the heart everything like i felt it to my core when i saw that and i was like (laughs) (laughs) it's just betraying us all not just our characters all of us i know all of us we trusted you we did we liked you you were so nice legit so disappointed so disappointed <laughs> it's like real not even real but i'm so sad and lauren's like no that answer is too vague once again i'm very happy that she is like on the ball mm-hmm. now she's quick, catching it quick on the uptake and insistent on getting at the truth and kim and laura and will kim, will must be listening too because he's reacting so they, they look at each other in the eyes and the man says, the binoc- well, it's not what, bullhorn person says, I repeat, we are at the APD, but then... Dead. Yeah. Rip. He's been shot at and his bullhorn flies out and there's a lot of blood splurting out. Okay, well, Which just goes to show, like, whoever the, the sniper is one heck of a sniper because there was, like, what, two inches of clearance? Right? It's between the bullhorn and the... um, Not even, because yeah. the bullhorn tilts up. Yeah, but he's got he's got a he's got a helmet on, so like the helmet and the bolt, there's like that much room. Yeah, like one heck of a shot, man. Like just saying. Yeah. Well, we've seen um Kieran shooting, so it's probably like a mandatory class in in Phantom Scythe School to get um a good shot at a gun. Sniper school. <laughs> sniper school. Sniper school for uh Phantom Scythe. Say that five times fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Phantom Scythe Sniper School. Uh, yeah. Oh, this <laughs> poor dude. He's like propelled backwards by by this shot. And then we have like a focus on Kim, Will, Lauren, Tristan. It's like, oof, boom, 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 boom. I like it. I love this panel. This might be my favorite panel. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of really nice panels. Yeah. And Tristan's like, Unit A, take cover. Unit B and C, they get operation now. And we have these people walking forward. And Lauren is like, Pan, she's like, ask March, did you know anything about this ambush directly? And Kim is like uncomfortable. She looks over at March and yeah. she's not uncomfortable, which makes total sense because this is their she trusted. Want... Yeah, she doesn't want that to be true either. Like she doesn't, she doesn't want March to be the one who betrayed them all and basically signed her death warrant. 
betraying oh betrayer who betrays like by the way this is also why why lauren told them to stay close to march because she figured like if march is sus he's not gonna want to get himself killed so even if he plans for everyone else to get killed he'll be safe so stay close to march <laughs> right so, like, right it'll shoot you <laughs> oh my gosh so we see the soldiers advancing towards the ship um they swing uh hooks on them and they are pulling the ship closer and someone says cover us and then there's shots from the ship i guess even though no one is visible but they somehow are there and the shields are protecting them and someone says planks they drop the planks onto the ship and then they cross them and um will says they were definitely waiting for us to come out and lauren's like guys ask him now which i'm like yes she's just like she wants yeah that. yeah and kim turns around and she says did you know anything about this ambush and marsh says no I told everything I know to the APD. And lies in red text. Red, red. And Lauren like jumps up from her chair. She's like, he's lying. And Kim looks at him with shock in her eyes. And March looks at her with this, I don't know how to describe it, like bitter, resolute, angry, like, stoic. Yeah. Look. And Lauren's panicked, and that's the end. Oh, uh, he knows that they know. What do you think? Yeah, he knows. He knows. He knows that they know that he betrayed them. No. Why? 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 Why did you do this to us? I feel I like I have to go. Sorry. I said I wanted to throw my water bottle when I saw that. Yeah. I feel, I feel like I have to go through the entire thing and like read everything again. Right. I get, get a new like, perspective. I legit want to read through it one more time and be like, okay, now we, we need to like study this now. <laughs> I'm so sad. Okay, okay, okay. Question. Do you think he's the leader or an apostle? okay i think he's a leader i think he is like that's it pretty good like i'm just trying to think the leader can't really just be some random because it has to be like a betrayal um, yeah so he's probably the like there's no <laughs> other i'm pretty sure it's confirmed that the leader is a male um there's no other like male characters that it could be apart from um Darken. Uh, Lauren's, you know, like, like Tristan and and Darken, um, are the only real other like males that fit the thing. Like he, or I don't know, like he, he, um, basically what I'm trying to say is that he like fits it pretty well. Like it's not an outrageous claim, mm -hmm. right? So. Like the betrayal has to be real deep. It has to be deep, and so that's why I'm like. <laughs> Uh, it's the Tim. <laughs> you know, uh, like, I know. Oh, I my, yeah, my disappointment is is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. So thank you, <laughs> thank you, March. Oh my gosh, I I hate it and I love it. I hate it because um, 
like it's March, but I love it because it's dramatic. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's like great. a reveal, like an actual confirmation. We don't. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of those in the series so far. Like so far in Purple Hyacinth, we haven't had a lot of like super big reveal. Like even when we found out um that Redcliffe was Apostle Seven, there was no like super big dramatic moment. It was just kind of like implied mm-hmm. a bit, and then they say like oh it's practically certain like we yeah. know now yeah there's no big panel like this one um so this is probably one of the first like super big reveals and um mm-hmm. kind of proves that we are getting into end game not like final season but end game type, yeah. type territory <clears throat> well i okay so i'm actually curious how it'll go from here because i don't know i kind of like in my head assumed that the mystery solving would go together with a phantom scythe how down taking or taking down but I feel like now we might get like a prolonged period of knowing the identity of the leader but then how do we take them down and, and the character is knowing right so I'm curious how that will happen yep I, I mean I, I really think that these couple episodes now I, I don't know it could be over in a second but I do feel like we'll get a good a good punch with these episodes and we'll we'll have a lot going on in the next couple episodes like action yeah, wise yeah, I'm actually giving, like, you know you're you're ta- you talking about final season and I just wanted to go look so first season was about 49 ish episodes the second season was 55 we are at let's see it started at 50 106 yeah so I mean who knows is it is it this is going to be like this is going to be the final arc before the final season or is this the uh, final yeah. season you know yeah that's what I was thinking there's definitely like if they keep going at this rate and they like take a hiatus after 50 or so episodes and like the finale is super close um there's definitely another season because there's way you can't answer everything in like there's so much and yeah yeah, so um and all the like uh build-ups of like the the ball and the parley will probably be the final season stuff and like finishing everything off so I'm really scared that the season finale is coming up soon now yeah me too um I would think so except I, I don't know where but somewhere so said that this one's gonna be much longer than the other ones so that's uh-huh. the only thing that based on that information we might have more time but we'll see still I mean it could be you know like they go in they obviously it's it, like it's obvious he betrayed them and stuff like that and it could end with like him revealing himself as either you know one of the apostles or the leader which i'm leaning towards leaner leader at this point and then that's where that's where the new season is is like you know dealing with like the betrayal that was march revealing who he is and then going off in you know we'll see yeah there's just so many like plot threads that need to be tied up as well so like the stuff about um bella being in jail where is darcy um is kieran gonna get um reprimanded for like kind of making for doing his mission a bit weirdly um Mm -hmm. like all the phantom scythe members being arrested um sandman um his letter that he wrote um the the cave thing the skip the Mm -hmm. he's dead yeah (laughs) so there's just so much stuff and i'm like there's too many I can't keep track of them all um and hopefully they all like oh hello they, they all come together um in a satisfying way but I am uh, I'm sure they will 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry, my littlest one decided to come join us. Nice. But yeah, I uh, I'm actually scared. Yeah. For the end, like even though I know it's gonna be longer, I'm actually kind of like scared for the end of the season. But we'll see. Well, my most immediate fear is based on March's look. I feel like Kim and Will are not safe right now. No. No. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't imagine. Why would March, March, are you going to do something to Kim and Will, your best officers? Really? Better not. Why? Why did it have to be you? March, you betrayed us all. Not just, not just Lauren. All of us. I'm, I'm like, I hope, so, um, there was like the stuff at the start where Lauren like freaked out when um she saw the photo and then there was a part like you know I think it was like 50 or so episodes later where she's like I won't lose control this time she's like I'm gonna control my temper and my emotions yeah. so I hope she's still learned from that and she's not gonna like freak out um as much um and like <laughs> and ruin everything <laughs> like well. she's gotta keep it like under wraps and not let him know that she knows that he's lying so. uh i think their game is busted I, I don't have much hope in lauren doing that but i appreciate the. I, i'd like to hope that she um has <laughs> some brains i'm very happy that she did actually just say ask him a direct question because right. that's one of the things that is so i've actually i was actually thinking about this like it's kind of annoying in some ways where she's she doesn't just ask a question but it's also like um she probably doesn't want people to know that she has this ability and like mm. people know that she has it like um kim knows that she can tell when people are lying but i don't think they know that it always works so like kim probably just thinks oh she has like a really good like intuition um but they don't know that like it's like every single lie anyone tells she can like figure it out as far mm. as we know <laughs> um mm. so she probably doesn't want to get found out that she has this like ability so that's probably why she um kind of keeps it under wraps and she doesn't like just go to every citizen in the city and say are you the leader no okay we'll go to the next guy are you the leader because like that would be the easy way out but someone would get suspicious and then like bad stuff would happen to her so um, hilarious i love that plan. that's what i was thinking yeah that's funny she probably would be assassinated but that is such a great plan just go through everything else this. I, i've got a great idea know. are you involved with phantom scythe are you involved with phantom scythe are you involved like, i take a long time well <laughs> this chapter it was it was a good one <laughs> it was a good one it was yeah. heart-wrenching it was very good yeah so um chase and i chose our favorite panels i guess marina yeah. um do you have a favorite panel i don't know there's so many good ones yeah maybe i think i think that that one like when she i think the one at the end honestly though is just yeah amazing that's you my know, second favorite like, i'd say just, yeah just it's like awesome. that realization and that like cold sweat that she's got to have there like as like her basically her heart drops out of her chest you know oh. what I mean like no I'm trying to think which uh, to use for the cover March or Lauren <laughs> they're awesome Lauren all right any other thoughts on the episode before we wrap up nope 
I'm just gonna go be sad and scared <laughs> for next week. No, I'm excited. Yeah, sad, scared, and excited. Excited too, definitely. <laughs> I just want to know, like last time I was here, I was really hoping it wasn't March. We had this conversation, and all my dreams were dashed and ruined. <laughs> so fast. So uh, fast. Sorry. I hope your next dreams are are better. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. It's gonna be crushed. I mean, <laughs> you know, like literally, like the last picture is her holding a, you know, rear's tears. So she's doing this to me on purpose. <laughs> That's funny. Yep. We've got the cup. <laughs> I'd love an actual cup of that. I think it'd be really funny. Yeah. It would be funny. <laughs> See if they'll put it on, on, you said that you, there was a shop, right? Right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll sell yeah. a mug that says Reader's Tears. Yeah, she should have. Mm-hmm. Missed opportunity. All right. Well, thank you so much, Chase and Mem, for joining on this podcast. And it was great. It was sad, but it was great. So thank you so much and have a wonderful night. Have a day. Thank you. See you next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Saucy Toggles, Anne, Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Esther, Amwachigi People, Emily, Jean, Kay, Lindley, Beckett, Christine, Sadie, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo, Amapora, and Alicia. Thank you so much. Your support is truly appreciated.